today on Soundtrack Alley Spotlight, I'll be discussing more of science fiction from the late 70s and early part of the 80s, talking about the brilliance of George Lucas, Gene Roddenberry, more dystopian future films that could spark even more amazing cinema, and it all comes up and it starts now. Hello, I'm Randy Andrews, and welcome to part four of the history of science fiction and film. Today, we'll delve into the late 70s and get into the 80s. Let's begin with discussing Star Wars from 1977. Now, this was truly one of those astounding films that was for all science fiction fans. George Lucas, he created this masterpiece of science fiction and built a universe so vast that many science fiction fans could never fully recover from it. And the legacy was built upon sand, dust, practical effects, and full costume aliens that were made from scratch. And you see a lot of them in the cantina in one of the scenes. Now, George Lucas borrowed from such people and creators as Frank Herbert, Akira Sawa, some fantasy works, mythology, and more to create this vast and true science fiction space opera. He even used new effects, special models that were never before used before, pyrotechnics, characters so unusual that they would become beloved characters in any universe. I'm talking about Chewbacca. And also, it was able to use blue screen technology and added space fields to hide the outlines of spaceships soaring through the sky, which is really a cool achievement. It was truly the pinnacle of science fiction technology used to its fullest. George Lucas was going to use just plain classical music from different eras from, say, the 1700s, from different people like Bach and Beethoven and these people. But he got good advice from one person, and that would be Steven Spielberg, because he had already been working with the illustrious and fantastic composer John Williams. And he encouraged George Lucas to use John Williams to ensure the future of science fiction with this fantastic film music. Now the film, along with its music, revolutionized science fiction. No one dreamed such visions of the future before George Lucas, not anything before he even created it. And these historic worlds 
that George Lucas created fueled that imagination to where even today we can hear this beautiful suite of music for this from the fantastic start back in 1977 of a nine film saga that spanned 52 years in film history. And I hope you enjoy it.
It was the dawn of a new era. Just two years later, in 1979, we have Star Trek, the motion picture. This was, what some consider, the greatest Star Trek film ever. Now, don't get me wrong, I love this movie, and for the sheer exploration of it, the factors in it, and it made a truly wonderful two-hour Star Trek episode. However, I'm not a huge fan of the movie because it kind of moves slow. But the grand scope of the film is only so amazing because of the score by Jerry Goldsmith. And it ignited more Star Trek fans to love film music. This film and its music drew a line between Star Wars fans and Star Trek fans. I've always had a love for both of these groups and their various film scores. Star Trek, with the very words of to boldly go where no man has gone before, it's kept its fan base. They were loyal. They comprised of so many people to say that both film franchises had their merits. Some people hate Star Wars. Some people hate Star Trek. But both have their elements of wonderful science fiction. And it was, with Star Trek, it was completely about the human condition, about morality, about humanity, what was out there, what was to come, what will be. Star Trek, despite its fall now, has tried to remain just that. Stories about humans facing humans, humans conducting negotiations with aliens, and so much more. So I've got this special suite of music for Star Trek, and I hope you enjoy it.
As we've discussed before, the 1970s were a steady stream of dystopia and other films, and I'd like to bring up a film that changed dystopian future society films with a little film by George Miller called Mad Max. This film is dark, gritty, dystopian, and yet also somewhat retro. The effects are really practical, and there's so much sudden moves in the film with the camera, and I think this may have been one of the first times that shaky cam may have actually been used. The uh, It feels almost like a modern-day film. It doesn't feel like it's made in 1979. And it spawned three sequels. Yes, I said three. Now, why is that? Well, we have The Road Warrior, we have Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, and then we have Mad Max Fury Road. And some just love this movie, and it's really, really good. I have to tell you that George Miller had such a wonderful vision of a dystopian future. Now, the plot is set in Australia in the not-too-distant future and police officers strike back against motorized menaces to what is left of society after a nuclear holocaust. Now, one thing I like to note is how brutal the realization of the actions in this film are, and how, through science fiction, it can be take a future society and show us how messed up the world truly is. But this is just a footnote in science fiction. Many people have created worlds from this type of dystopian future and to where there's even retro future technology and where there's are even worlds are dark and gritty. So let's listen to an amazing score suite by Brian May, the composer of this film, and I hope you enjoy it.
There were lonely, simple science fiction films with deep plots that made a person ponder over the effects and of space and what would happen if people would go through a black hole. Asking the right questions and wondering if robots have souls. With Disney, in 1979, we got The Black Hole. It was one of the last two live-action films, or last, well, it was the last live-action film that Disney produced until 1982. They weren't happy with the results that this movie portrayed. They didn't like how the public reacted to the dark and grittiness of the science fiction film, and it created dystopian type of rifts with people. They didn't think that science fiction could be this dark. And yet, I really love this film. It's, uh, it has the longest and earliest use of computers in film for science fiction with the opening credits with an amazing score by John Barry. It asks certain questions. Are black holes real? Do they exist? Can one travel through them? How strong is the gravity well of a black hole? And even now, with recent discoveries of solid evidence for black holes, this film is so much more relevant to our time period. So for you today, I'd like to play a brief suite from The Black Hole, and I hope you like it.
Sadly, we've come down to another end of Soundtrack Alley Spotlight. I'll be discussing one other George Lucas film, which is The Empire Strikes Back from 1980. And this was also a crowning achievement for science fiction. It furthered the story of Luke, Han, and Leia, and there were great strides in this film. There were changes in scenery, such as using a frozen tundra as a main quarter of the film. It had extensive set design for Dagobah, and really, really elaborate sets for the the use of having a puppet, such as Yoda, being used in the scenes to make it very compelling. And what made it ever more compelling? The music by John Williams. He had the care for these characters. There were even secrets that were revealed that Darth Vader, spoiler alert, is Luke Skywalker's father. There was massive Cloud City design. There was the bounty hunters that existed in the film. And all of this was with George or John Williams' music. So, in this episode, I'd like to thank Alexander Shebel for composing Soundtrack Alley's theme music. You can find his work at xanderscores.com. Find me on soundtrackalley.com. Email me at soundtrackalley@gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all at Soundtrack Alley. And then I'm on Spotify and Stitcher at Soundtrack Alley Spotlight. And also, there will be links in the show notes for the scores to these brilliant films, so you can even purchase them for yourselves through Amazon. Now, I'd like to play the suite of music, and I hope you enjoy it, and it closes this portion of the show. And until next time, happy listening.
Thank you for listening to Soundtrack Alley Spotlight. I hope you've enjoyed it, and if you're on iTunes, please rate and review the show. It really helps Soundtrack Alley Spotlight get noticed. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Soundtrack Alley. If you are an Apple podcast, please give the show a five-star rating. Check out the content over at SoundtrackAlley.com, as well as Cinematic Sound Radio, where most of my new material is posted. If you have a comment, question, or concern, please email me at SoundtrackAlley at gmail.com.